Tuesday. Live Tuesday nights, the first 52, Raz Radio Live from 6 to 8. Is this Raz? Yes. Sorry. This is the best you got? To someone the NSA once listed as the most dangerous hacker in America, sure don't look like much. Angry White Guy Radio. Yeah, but he does take a different stance. You know, his point of view is different. The first part of the, like, Constitution. I love the content. Hey, it's the first 52 Raz with you. Join me, Sean Raz, Tuesday nights, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com, RadioFreeBlood.com. He'll be back. It's time for a TF52 flashback. Look, you... Sooner or later, you're going to come to the realization that no matter what we do, nothing, it won't get better. You could live in your fairyland and think that, oh, yeah, things are going to get better when we do this or when we vote this person in or when we, when we do that or blah, blah, blah. It's, it doesn't get better. And again, I'm not going by what I think will happen. I'm going by what I've seen what happened, you know, in the past. All right. Well, let, let's, uh, let, let's uh, stick with our election coverage here tonight. Well, hey, but, I mean, let's, oh, yeah. Yeah, before hey. we get off that subject, I mean, do you have anything you would propose that could be done that would be effective? Or are you That's going to end up with the FBI visiting his house. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really talk about the thing that I think that would change this country. and But I have I have said it. Uh, in a in a hidden way, and what I've always what I will always say is you defund them, and uh, you figure out how to do that, and uh, then then we'll have the answer because all they're after is our money, and if you take the money away, they have no power. So, so like a Fight Club scenario. Wait, hold on, like a Fight Club scenario, and and Shifty said you said doom and gloom. What were you saying there? Oh, I said. So, uh, I was saying. So, amongst all this doom and gloom, we have some some really great news coming out of Massachusetts tonight. Do we? We what do. Medical marijuana has officially been passed in the great. Uh, I believe Massachusetts is a commonwealth. Is it not? Uh, yeah, I think it's like Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. No, right. no what, Massachusetts has medical marijuana passed though, which is great. Excellent. All right, what is that? The seventeenth state in the nation Eight, that's done it. Eighteenth, uh, I believe. I mean, you might be right. You might. I, be I think right. it's it seventeen already. It think. would be the eighteenth state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Florida's just holding out, man. Yeah, yeah. Have, what the hell? Have, which makes yeah. no sense because we have the most sickest people down here. That would be. Go ahead. That would that would be the eighteenth state. Make sure you don't forget about the District of Columbia. Yes, of course. Of course, the people trying very hard to keep it from most of us have it legal oh, yeah, in their that. state. <laughs> Go figure, right? Well, the people in power, it doesn't matter whether it's legal or not. They'll just do it and get away with it. Like and we do. Time and time. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the rest of us do. Cross, but we not by 
buying it, even though they trying this Global governance, I mean global government, same thing Welcome to the world of double speak. The mainstream media keep the masses asleep But there's a remnant, like my man Ron Paul In the US alone, one million or more And let's not talk about all over the world Too many to count, too many you found The truth about what's going on around them How men conspire to drown them In the sea of pain and suffering But it's not enough for them If some of us got up and fought to win Wicked ones will fail all the time just be a dog run around catch frisbees pee on a fire hydrant life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats 
Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog.
There is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing more. You know, you'd think, honey, one of these days I may remember to turn the auto DJ off so we don't get the dun 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 at the beginning of the show. You guys are listening to the first 52 RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, Salty Talk Radio, Disruption Networks, I don't know, a bunch of other places. Uh, Ustream, YouTube, you Twitch, uh, Periscope. I think that's it. I think that's everywhere you can actually find us at. I hope that's everywhere. But we are here. It is Tuesday. What is today? The the 14th of November. It's fucking November 14th already. I just, I, I can't believe how quickly the time goes by. How quickly we have to realize that life is changing constantly. Constantly is changing. And it's going too fast. Anyway, welcome to First 52. Here we are. Another Tuesday night. My beautiful wife sitting across from me. How you doing, honey? Doing good. You doing good, good? Why is there tinfoil on the lamp? Because there's tinfoil everywhere. <laughs> I just noticed <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, I was trying to do the lighting last night for the room. That's so weird. For the Twitch and the YouTube That's not a feed. good idea. For wh- I don't but nobody know can see it. It's not in the video at all. Only you it. can see it. I hate it a lot. You hate it a lot. Well, you know, sometimes you have to do some weird stuff, and, uh, you know, that's what happens. It's just weird. I don't know what to tell you. Then, of course, the, the the four-toted one, all the way out in Guatemala somewhere. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, but my internet's taking a shit. As soon as you played the Morpheus bit, it started to go dead. So uh, I might be in and out. The Guatemalan authorities are already on to us. <laughs> how you been brother you know we missed you last week you fell asleep on us and never woke up yeah i took a uh, short nap because uh, i celebrated being a grandfather uh last tuesday and uh i took an eight-hour nap yeah congratulations man i mean you know that is a big thing i know <laughs> i know the situations are are, are kind of strange uh but it is that's a big thing to be able to say that uh you're a grandpa now 
Well, uh, let's just say we're not sure if I'm a grandfather. You're still working on it. And just so everybody knows, if you're watching on Twitch or YouTube or Periscope or Ustream, uh, I don't have video feed of Dave, so I just have a stock photo of the four-toted one um, up there for you all to see as, as he's talking. Oh. Yeah, it's that picture of you in Guatemala. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully we'll... Uh, me, uh, I paid rent until the end of December, so uh, I think January I'm going to find. I'm going to go back to Panachel, back across the lake where I have better internet, and so maybe I could do better shows then. Well, I, hopefully you'll yeah. be living up the road from us not too long from now, so that's more what I'm concerned about. Well, I rebooked my flight. I rebooked my flight for January 30th because um, I was supposed to go home last Tuesday, actually. Um, and uh, but we'll we'll see what happens. Remember, it, it's all uh, there. There are four options in my life right now. Three of them require me to go back to Florida. Uh, one, you know, if he gets, um, you know, every other weekend custody because you know it's a long story. But um, if he gets every other weekend, then I can move by you. If he gets if he gets shared custody or fifty percent custody, I have to move to Pinellas County where the baby will be. So and if help. he gets full custody. We gotta both move to. We gotta move to my mother's. By where my mother lives. <laughs> um, well, if, if he gets full custody, you. Know, this is a good area here where we live. If he gets full custody, he should consider coming down this way a little bit more, even if he has to commute a little bit for work. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to become a full time father. I need my mother's help. So. Well, you've done that uh, already. You've already been a full time father once. Exactly. I don't want to do it again. Honey, so you're going to say hi to Forte. Uh, well, he was talking. Oh, you didn't say hi. You just kind of like sitting over there, all quiet. Sorry, I was texting back to workers. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's been hectic. It's been a hectic day at work. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Lexi got to see you last time you were here, Dave. I didn't get to see. You. I'm a little depressed about that. I'm tell you. Yeah, the truth. well, you know, you still got a job where you're on call. Yeah, I know it sucks, doesn't it? Well, you still got a job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, too, I guess. That, that is definitely a good point. Uh, if you don't know, we have Ford Fitcher joining us tonight again. Uh, news to share.com, news to share on Twitter. Um, he's been doing, and I'm on call, so you're going to hear my phone. Sorry, I apologize. I usually turn it off, but when I'm on call, I can't. But who the hell is tweeting me like crazy? Anyway, Ford Fitcher will be joining us tonight. Turn, uh, turn off your Twitter I'm going to have to turn that. Yeah, I'm going to just have to turn it down for right now. I'll pay attention to it. If I get a call, I'll pay attention. Uh, he'll be joining us tonight. He's got a documentary he's working on. Um, and this is something that intrigues me, and I have been sharing a lot of uh, news articles about this. But transhumanism. Uh, and Dave, we've discussed transhumanism in the past. Uh, he's putting a documentary together. If you want to try to help him out, go to Patron. Or Patron, pa Patron, Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. It's not the tequila; it's the website. Patreon forward slash Ford Fisher, uh, and and sign up a little bit. We're going to hopefully start one of them up ourselves soon. Uh, but you know, let, let's get the Twitter working good first before we try to do that. But anyway, check that out. I'll play the <laughs> during the next break. I think I'm going to play the video promoting it. What do you see, Mikey, in the back? Oh, you can't see anything. Can you, Dave? No. No. Nope. No, I can't. Uh, I, I actually had to shut everything. I had to shut all everything down. All I have is mumble running so that I don't use any more network. Like I even, I even turned off my cell phone. 
Um, so I can't, well, I, I, I turned off the wireless, so I could still tweet and respond to people and shit. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to make this show happen. I'm trying to be as <laughs> technical problem free as I can. <laughs> well, when you're in a third world country, I mean, we can't expect the most out of you. So it, it's okay. We can accept, you know, a little problems with your third world living. That's a delay. Yeah. People are probably wondering too. And that's why there's kind of a delay between Dave and I, because I can hear. I can hear that he's a little bit behind us there. But yeah. that's what makes it interesting. It is. I think it is. How many how many yeah. times do you have a co-host that's in a third world country doing exactly what he said he was going to do? Nobody. I'm not sure anyone. Well, we have somebody. There's no duplicate of Dave. <laughs> no, there's definitely no duplicate of Dave. Thank God for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're very... Very, very lucky to have no duplicate of Dave. Listen, Dave, something I know you've been, you know, really big on over the years, something you've, uh, you've been pushing on, and I wish I would have done a little bit more back in 2012 when you told me to. Uh, but Bitcoin, we've seen this, uh, what, we were at like 75 or 78,000 or $7,800, uh, the other day as their peak. Uh, I believe when you started mining it, it was like $14 a coin. Um, but we've seen no, 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 no. It was not, it was not even fourteen cents when I I, I start I I opened up my first wallet with um, CPU mining capabilities in two thousand nine. Remember, remember the first um, transaction with the Bitcoin the was in Jacksonville, Florida, and they pizza, traded yeah. ten thousand ten thousand Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't even a cent. At that point, when I was looking at it, and that guy that got the ten thousand Bitcoin is now sitting on like fucking seven million dollars because of that. If he kept it, obviously, probably way more than that. Well, but the point I'm bringing up here is, and obviously, we see anything with a market value, anything that is uh, traded as a commodity, you're going to see a fluctuation uh, in it. But we've seen a twenty-four or twenty-five percent drop here over the past five days. And I, I believe in the Bitcoin. I, I think it's a good, feasible uh, alternative. But as you, as my financial guy, as a guy that has always been big in finances, what's your what's your thought on this drop? Well, Bitcoin is very um, volatile. It's subject to you know if China uh, regulates it, then boom, it goes down, or you know. But but it, it, it's very. A small thing. It, it, it'll be a blip. It goes down very much, and then it it, it comes back up. It's, look, over the course of five years, it's steadily gone higher and higher. Um, but there's all these things with Bitcoin forks um, because I don't even. I'm not Bitcoin's even making anymore. forks. There's Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoins. Wait, Bitcoin's making forks now. Well, fork in the uh, in the fork you too. Yeah, Bitcoin fork. The fork you too. No knives, just just forks. So. <laughs> Uh, it, I feel it's a it's a fledgling currency or it's a fledgling comp. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, shit, Honey, I'm not even drunk. Um, got a word for him? Concept. It's a fledgling concept, right. right? And you know there are others like Ethereum and all these other you know uh, coins that are out there. Like I, I, when I bought Bitcoin for I bought a quarter of a Bitcoin for two hundred dollars. Was it four or five years ago? And uh, least, I had yeah. spent. $10 of that, and I transferred $10 of that and bought $10 worth of gun coin. Um, 
And that didn't do any, you know, nothing happened with that. And there was, there was Litecoin, there's all these other coins. Eventually somebody's going to come out with something. Uh, the problem with Bitcoin now is it's so well, uh, it's so many people have adopted it. It's now the, the transactions are, are actually slowing down. This is why they're going to do a fork, I think, very soon. Well, and, and I've I, also, that- I also saw something about, um, they're, tr- they're talking about actually doing different trading with it or, or bringing it into the futures markets. Yeah, that's so that they can control it. Um, I'm against all that shit. I'm, I'm against the ETFs. I'm into the, I'm, I'm against the futures. I'm against all that shit because that's what, that's what, that's how, uh, governments are going to start regulating it. So, uh, it'll probably happen and then it, it'll, it might lose value because let's be honest, the people that started using that were all fucking geeks, you know, and they'll figure out a way to, to, to go to some other cryptocurrency, you know, and, uh, they'll, they'll just be, uh, you know, other currencies and, and then a government will try to regulate that and then there'll be another one. But remember, it's all based on the blockchain. So do you, that's, do you the see, a, do you, do you see, um, do you see Bitcoin taking a crash here or what's, what's going on exactly with Bitcoin? What do you think is happening there? I don't, I don't think. I don't think there'll be much of a crash until the United, until the federal government makes their ruling on it. Because years ago they said it was a commodity, uh, not a commodity. Uh, shit, I can't remember exactly what their ruling was, but it basically was not a currency. Uh, as soon as they regulate it as a currency, um, that's when bad shit'll happen. Well, like, it says here. Um, it says here. Investigate uh, or investors who have stuck with Bitcoin have rewarded have been rewarded handsomely. Three years ago, the digital currency was at three hundred dollars, and six years ago, it was at two dollars. And that's if you even bought it, because back then yeah. people didn't buy it; they just mined it. I mean, six years ago, seven, eight years ago, you weren't in the market buying Bitcoin. You were building a computer program and a computer to mine it. So you never put any money in it to begin with. What the fuck are you beating on over there, Jesus Christ, Dave? Well, you. Oh, this microphone's real. I have a new microphone, by the way. Sounds like you're beating um, on your keyboard, really doesn't sensitive. it, honey? I was just actually. <laughs> I told, oh, I you, told you, it's like is? he types with hammers. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I don't have a, uh, I'll keep that in mind. I don't have a uh, mic stand anymore. I just have, it's sitting on the um, table. So, it, and it's right next to the, uh, that's the keyboard. <laughs> so it's going through. Yeah, yeah, so placing to- your mic next to the keyboard is probably the way you type is not the best idea. Yeah, I'll do my best not to type. Anyway, I was <laughs> I was looking up uh, what I was pounding on was uh, like if I had gotten one award back in 2009 and I got 50 coins back when they were giving out 50 coins per uh, award is what you call it. Right. It'd be worth $350,000 at $7,000 a coin. Wow. That's just crazy. I, I've thought about that. I, you know, I kind of kicked myself in the seriously. ass for not listening to you in the beginning. Well, let's, let's be honest. If you bought it at $20, you would have sold it at $200. You know, that's what I would have done. You know, if, you know, if, if I knew what the hell I was doing and just mined a bunch of them and then, like, I didn't know how to, how to, how to practice good, uh, wallet, um, 
things, you know, like I would have totally lost all these coins. I would have not been good at it at all. It, you know, I kicked myself in the ass. I, I shut off the wallet after three days because I don't like how it was slowing down my computer. Meanwhile, right behind me, I had three more computers, which you got most of them, uh, just sitting there. <laughs> and I could have set them up and just let them mine all day long, right? And yeah. I, let's just say I got, you know, 50 coins. Do I have any know? hidden bitcoins and on any of these computers? I thrown no, because I, I formatted everything. Oh, you suck. <laughs> I might be sitting on like ten grand. I don't I, even well, know. I it. never, I never, I never actually um, got any Bitcoin back then. I didn't get my first Bitcoin. Well, I didn't get my first piece of Bitcoin. Probably like twenty eleven, twenty twelve, and I, I got I got like uh, what was two what was worth two cents at that point. It was it's probably worth two hundred dollars today. I don't I don't know where that fucking was. It a full uh, coin? It was a coin? Is, was but, it a perf- oh you get you don't know you see? There's the problem. You lose your digital wallet or your digital wallet gets stolen, and then what? Well, that's the thing is uh, you didn't learn good wallet etiquette until all these crazy things start happening. Ne- like I, dude, I learned my, good wallet etiquette when I was like exchange. twelve years old. I had a. Uh, Property investor, I think. I don't think Dave was on air when we were, or maybe we were just talking about it. It was last week, I think we were talking about it. Yeah, maybe. But I I was talking to this investor, and he'll buy, what he'll do is he'll put an offer in on a property and make it assignable. He'll find another buyer to offer twice as much, and he keeps the difference as an assigner, basically. Yeah, that's that's, that's arbitrage. So on occasion, his buyer falls through, and then he has to make good on his offer. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm thinking honestly about just switching to closing out all my transactions through Bitcoin. And I was just like, uh, okay, well, you're going to have to let the rest of the world catch up with you because <laughs> I've never done a transaction just using Bitcoin. Like, I, I don't even know that we can. I mean, how do you just say that? Well, it is a form of currency, so it wouldn't be that hard. Really? Well, it's a currency that it's a non. It's a non-recognized currency. Um, You could. I don't think you could do any title work or any legal work when Bitcoin's at stake because you can't. You're not. You're not um, insuring that. So it has to be converted into dollars first. Well, that's what everybody's doing. Everybody's converting it to something, right? Right. Uh, until in, until somebody like there, there are people that actually live uh, almost entirely on Bitcoin. You could live in Keene, New Hampshire, and never touch another greenback again because there's so much there that's that's uh, available to Bitcoin. But there's it's a cold bar and here. shitty there. I know, but there's a bar <laughs> here. There's I'm a bar here. Are, yeah. There's a bar here uh, named Sublime, and uh, when I came over here to, to – to, like I was here one time. I was like, oh, I love the place, and I came back by myself to kind of check it out. And uh, this is over in San Pedro, and I went to this bar, and I look up on the fucking board. It says, we take Bitcoin. I was like, I'm home. I'm moving here um, because I can't find a place in St. Petersburg, uh, Florida, that takes Bitcoin. But they got stuff here because it's a, it's a hippie town. That's good to hear. I mean, it's it's – it's interesting to see the expansion of these things, and, and I'm not against them. Uh, we're going to get into another conversation here pretty soon that, that I'm not against, but I, I still have an alternative view on. You know, probably can guess what the hell I'm talking about. But anyway, I just wanted to get your reaction on the plunge of Bitcoin and, and the way it has been very volatile the past few months. It hasn't been 
you know, growing and steady. It's been growing, dropping, growing, dropping, growing, dropping, like anything else. And I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's got to be something more to that than just it's dropping. You know what I mean? Well, remember, it's just like everything else uh, that's traded. It is subject to rumors and um, uh, news, right? I, I'm teaching myself how to how to actually trade uh, the forex market, which is currencies. Um, and like I, I made, a, I placed a trade. I'm doing a demo trading, right? I placed a trade yesterday while I was on the bathroom at my girlfriend's house, right? And uh, I lost. overnight, right? And that's because um, the euro, I'm trading the uh, US, the the dollar, the American dollar and the euro together. I'm only doing one pair. And um, just news made the the, the euro drop, you know? And uh, it's just like I'm I'm learning this is a fundamental uh, or sentiment is actually what it's called, you know? Um, But it's, it's still strong, you know? It's just, it'll dip down for a little while, It'll go back up again, you know, and you got to follow the trends and it's trending. Bitcoin is trending, solidly trending north. Well, and that's a good thing. And we want to hope that that's the way it goes. And we want to hope that it works out properly. And again, I'm not against it. And and we'll pay attention to it. Let's move on to the next one, because we do have Ford Fitcher joining us at four, at uh, 715. So we want to make sure we take a break at a, at a proper, proper time to take a break. We are going to have our first, if you're watching us on Ustream or, or Twitch or YouTube or Periscope, I can actually, I finally figured it out after years of racking my brains to figure out how to share this shit with you. You can watch the videos with me. So I'm very happy to say that. I just had to share that with you. I had to let you know that. Uh, and and. Let's get into this conversation. I think you'll like this one, Dave. A father is being hailed a hero after police say he foiled an attempted kidnapping of his 17-year-old daughter. Four teens, including 19-year-old Keelan Johnson, are accused of trying to rob the 51-year-old man and take his daughter, likely for ransom. Officers saying their plan quickly unraveled after the man heard them trying to break into his garage and opened fire. Police later arrested them after they took off in their SUV. They've been charged with attempted kidnapping. What do you think of that one, Dave? Yeah, I read that down here, and I was like, yeah, you go, dude. And I, I might have even uh, posted about it because, you know, it's it's a good guy with a gun, thwarts a crime, which doesn't get a lot of airplay. Very rarely does it. I was really surprised with the church shooting a week and a half, two weeks ago, how much they uh, talked about how the, the civilians uh, stopped that attack, basically. And then as I was watching, we didn't even get into this last week. I totally forgot about this, honey. Uh, but I watched a story about how these guys, this, this one guy that lived next to the church, had uh, 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 fired upon the guy that was shooting up the church. And allegedly, one of the stories I'd heard is that he even took his weapon away from him and shot him with his own weapon. Uh, then he gets into the stranger's car, and they chase this guy down at 95 miles an hour through the town. This is all the, the – there's video of this guy talking about it. And then I'm sitting at Tony's, and I'm watching the news, and across the bo- – and this is hours later. Across the bottom of the screen, it's talking about how the police were in a high-speed chase with this guy, and they don't know how he died. Oh, did he just vanish mysteriously? But, well, you know – it's how well, news works with these shootings. Go ahead, Dave. One of the things I've I've learned over the seven, eight years that I've been in this conspiracy world is that initial reports 
are always fucked up, right? And, but when and, you have the I, when you have the actual guys that chased this guy down, describing what they did, and then yeah, but, and then you hear the cops say, "Oh, well, we had a high speed chase with them and and had a gunfight with them." No, no, it's it's not the cops; it's the reporters. The, the cops might have said there was a high speed chase and he's down him or they might have heard it over the radio. So so some reporter might have heard it over the radio that there's a high speed chase and boom, he immediately puts out there on Twitter or, or you know, because because remember, they, they do things by the second and do no fact checking. So it's the mainstream media who's really fucking things up. I don't disagree but, with that. I don't disagree with that. But here's the thing. I'm watching an interview with an individual. This was right after it happened. That claims he was, and this is the guy they, they touted as the hero that shot this guy. The story of just him alone. And they, they stuck with the story that he shot him. But the story of him alone is so contrived and so spun out of control. It's just, it, it's, it's so sad to see it happen like that. Yeah, my favorite part of this whole story, as sad as it is, is that the government fucked up. They didn't report that he was a violent. Uh, yeah, the, the Air Force, uh, right? The Air Force, you get yeah. you get dishonorably discharged from the Air Force, and this this leads to the conspiracy side of the story, though, Dave. You get dishonorably discharged from the Air Force for beating your your wife and child to the fact that you fractured your your two year old stepchild's skull. You beat him so bad, but they forget to report that you were dishonorably discharged. That doesn't. That's not how it works, my friend. I know people that have been dishonorably discharged for lesser offenses, for stupid shit, that that it's there on their record. So that just raises the conspiracy question. Well, it, it's on it's on the uh, military's record, but it's the military that didn't report it to the uh, FBI, wherever the background checks, the FBI, right? So it's you know, listen, the military is fraught with fucking uh, people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know, if you if you know what you're doing, you go out and make money doing way. If you don't know what you're doing, you join the military, right? And I hate to uh, insult people that are in the military because I know some ex-military members that are. I was in the sorry, military. Sorry, noise here. Like. Yeah, well, what else were you doing? Oh, you know why you were in the military? Because you got a DUI and you didn't become a cop. I want, well, I wanted to become a cop, so I joined the military, and then the military led me to drink heavy, heavily, which got right, me my right. DUI, which is why I couldn't become a cop, because I got a DUI at that point. Thank God you weren't a cop. Anyway. Oh, I would have been um, a bad cop. Just, uh, I would have been a really, really bad cop. been an awful cop. I would uh, Well, yeah. Yeah, I would have been a douchebag. Yeah. I would have shot a bunch of people. Oh, yeah, me too. You know, no, no doubt about it. And, and you know, I, I truly believe that uh, power corrupts. Like, I would be an excellent cop now. Um, but 25, 30 years ago, no way. Yeah. No, I agree with Yeah, absolutely. Look at Erickson. Erickson Harold. Sean would just be confiscating things all the time. I would be the point. worst. I'd be a fucking, tra- <laughs> I'd be a traffic cop from hell. You know how I am about traffic. That would, that's like my biggest thing. Fucking people that don't know how to drive. That's all I, I want to be a cop just to hassle people that can't drive properly. That's all I, that's all I want to do. Reckless driving I hate people that can't drive. <laughs> Learn how to make a turn. If you make a turn from one lane, you stay in that lane as you make the turn. If you're in a- Oh my god, Road Rage McGee. Move on. I, I fucking hate the way- I right, get right. it. <laughs> hate the way people drive. You know, if I lived in a third world country, I'd shoot a lot of people because of how they drove. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! There's so much better here. I mean, they're, they're a little bit more. <laughs> That's because they're afraid and, of going to get shot. You don't own the lane. 
No, no, no. They're just, it's like, I've become, I become one of them. You should see me ride my fucking motorcycle, man. I don't wait for lights. I, I drive on the other side of the road. I've driven on the sidewalk. Nobody gives a shit, you know, because, uh, um, we do that here in America too, though. You do not own your, no, 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 no. Listen, you know, I've ridden motorcycle in, in the States and, uh, you own your lane. You're in the lane. Nobody comes next to you. Nobody passes you, right? Now the other motorcycles don't pass you in the lane, right? They'll go out. They'll change lanes and they'll go past you. Here they'll whip right past you, you know, four inches away from you, right? Two of them. If I'm riding in the middle of the lane, two people ride right past me on either side, right? And cars and tuk tuks will do this too, right? The hell's oh, a tuk tuk is those that chicken running buses, thing. Man. Yeah. The chicken yeah, those buses. things. The chicken buses are the fastest things on, That's on, high speed on the road there, right? The chicken bus. He's driving they, the chicken bus. They, I'm going to bring you some shit on the chicken bus. <laughs> right. I've had a chicken bus pass me on the highway so fast it almost blew me off the road. Uh, but that's just the way it is. You got to be. This is what makes them better drivers because they're on point. They use their blinkers every single time. They, um, they're aware. They honk. My wife doesn't know anything about they that. They honk to say I'm here. Sean, when you're following me and you know where I'm going, why do I have to indicate that I'm turning right? Because the guy in front of you doesn't know where you're going. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're such a dick. I'm a much better driver than you, well, by the way. No, well, you're well, if, dangerous and moody. If you don't use your indicators... Uh, then you're not as good as a driver. You know, exactly. Are, My point. Exactly. There, there, there are no stop signs. Well, there are very, there, there are not a lot of stop signs. There's, there's less, even less fucking, um, streetlights. Uh, so what, like, you, you have to communicate which way you're going. So it, it's, it's like a mesh. I'm going, when I, when I'm in Panachella and I go over the bridge, um, I either have to make make a left or a right, and all these other vehicles are coming over the bridge too. So I have to turn my blinker on, and I'm showing turning left, so that the tuk tuk knows I'm turning left, and he's coming over the bridge. And we, and like I go in front of him, he goes behind me. It's it, it it's I have not seen any fucking accidents in the town of Panachel, despite it's fucking chaotic. Well, you've seen some guys gunned down, that's for sure. But they were douchebags anyway, from what I could read in the stories you share. Which what? Who what? I don't know. You've you've had a couple guys gunned down by the locals, and they were kind of douchebags. And from what I've seen and the stories you've shared in the eight months you've been there, yeah, yeah, but it's not because yeah. it's not because of the it's uh, New York. Yeah. It's not because of driving. Well, no, I just I know I was just talking about douchebags in general. That's all. I I, I just kind of starbursted, Dave. You know how I do that. <laughs> he's, he's trying to pick and find something wrong. He's banging on the keyboard again, as you can hear. All right, like why don't we take back out? <laughs> oh no, no, I just picked. No, no, I picked up my water bottle. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was you picking up the water bottle. Wait till you hear the rebroadcast. You'll be like, oh my god, that was a water bottle I picked up. I don't. I don't listen to the rebroadcast. Obviously, he doesn't even listen to our show ever, ever. It's okay. I love you, Dave. Anyway. All right, let's yeah. take let's take a quick I'm, break. I'm out here having the time. Wait, 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 wait. Ahead, wait. I'm ahead, out here having the time of my fucking life. I want to listen to radio shows. Well, I don't blame you. Did I say I blamed you? No, I didn't say I blamed you. We're giving him shit. What? But that's what I do. I give if I, shit. If I if you give shit. If I was able to get you guys to come down here, <laughs> you'd never go back. Well, if I had the ability to get a passport at this point in time, I'd come visit you. But that's not going to happen right now. We're working on it, but that's not happening right now. Guy, guys, all right. So you know, you know, I went to the Pacific Coast uh, last weekend, right? And I was by the beach. Mm-hmm. Go on. 
Yeah, I was thinking about you guys the whole time because I was like, oh. you guys would love this spot. And it, that, you know, those, those waves were like, too big. I could totally see you running those, a hotel. Those waves are too big over there oh, for me. Oh, shit. They were. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, I didn't publicize this yet. But No, no, I didn't public. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me move this mic. I didn't publicize this yet uh, at all. So this is this is a Raz Radio exclusive. Uh, the next morning, I got up to watch the sun, right, um, sunrise, and I had my sandals on. I went up kicking, like I was kicking the sand off my sandals, and I went up cutting my toe. Didn't notice it until breakfast. And my girlfriend looks under the table, and she's the front of my toe bleeding all over my sandal. Right? She goes, oh, your toe's cut. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. So it was like after breakfast, while we were dicking around, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go stick my feet in the salt water to try to heal this up, right? Because, you know, the salt water helps healing, heal stuff. Right. Um, and you're, all right, so you've been, you've been on the East Coast, right? And you've been, I'm assuming you've been to the beaches on the East Coast? Yeah, I grew up on the beaches on the East Coast. All right, so you know how the waves come in and, and the water kind of comes up and then goes back out and your feet kind of gets, you know, um, the, the sand around your feet gets worn away and you kind of sink in. And it's, you know, it's kind of gentle and sometimes it can make you lose your balance and shit, right? So I'm walking down towards the, um, the beach, right? And I'm trying to just get my feet in the water, right? I don't want to fucking go in there, right? But there was, there was a bunch of short waves. So that got me to go to way down into the beach and then this fucking giant wave comes. And not only does it go above my feet, it goes to the middle of my thighs, right? And like knocks me the fuck like out of nowhere. This big right? old giant wave comes and hits you. Well, there were a bunch of giant waves, and I was watching the shoreline. I was like, oh, it seems to be going away. Like, I didn't stand there and watch it for a while, but the waves leading up to me walking down to the beach were kind of short. You know, they did, like, I would have just, I would have waited for the, for the, the, the wave to hit, you know, to, to, to go the fullest part in, and I would have stood there and, like, kind of went another five feet in. Right. Right. But it would, the, the last few were so short that the, the, the furthest part was way down the beach. So then I guess the, 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 the next couple of waves were bigger. And so this wave comes in, fucking, uh, goes up to my leg. I'm like, oh shit. And I start walking backwards. And then the wave, you know, it starts to pull out, right? And I hate when the wave pulls out. Over, right? Or not, makes me. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start laughing. As soon I start losing that. my balance. I start losing my balance, right? And I'm like, I know I'm going down, right? And I spin around. As the wave's um, pulling out, Dave's going down. Land on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You just know it's coming. I'll stop the story now. Oh, man. Here I go. Finish the story. Go ahead. Finish the story. (laughs) Go ahead. Go go on. It pulled out and went down. As as I go down, right? As I fall fall down, I stick (laughs) my hands into the sand, right? And grab it like, like, like a claw. Right, and my uh, my one leg is kind of up, and the other leg is stretched further out. I swear it felt like the sea was grabbed my ankle, was dragging me. My whole fucking body was dragging me down, and I'm watching this other wave come up. I'm like, ah, this is how it ends, right? I'm like, holy shit, this is this is really fucking powerful, right? But just you know, you know how the wave like kind of like as it's going back out, it stops and then comes back in again. That point, I was able to get my ass up and almost outrun the fucking wave out of the, uh, uh off the beach. Oh and I was like, and I thought to myself, I was like, wow, that was, that was fucking quick. You so know, you want I, I Sean and I to come down there, there and to, to be raped by the sea just like you were. Get rid of us. <laughs> Are you trying to dispose of us? Jesus, Fortune. <laughs> 
All right. No, 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 no. There's no, other ways no, no, of getting no, no. out of the show, Dave. Backstory. You don't have to kill yeah. us off. We just won't. It's okay. You don't have to do the show anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, it, it was a nice area, and I just, I just thought that you guys would like it and could, you know, own a hotel and and have a living here. But anyway, it, the um, but the, the problem is there are no boats there. There's no like canals. You know, that's one of the things I noticed. Yeah, that's a pretty but, problem um, with me. I need we also boat. found out that because we have a. Because me too. Um, because the we just had a new moon or full moon not too long ago that the, that the waves are especially powerful this time of the month. And well, we the, also uh, had the they, super moon the or some kind said, of crazy moon. It was like uh, the closest it's been in fifteen years or some bullshit like that. This past weekend, I wanted I actually wanted to take the telescope out and I forgot. And you were on the so you were th- on the west that. coast, right? Pacific Coast, yeah. Yeah. So what what would be your travel to the East Coast? Is it much further? Well, he's right in the middle, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yes. No, it's much further. Um, it's a, about a it's a seven hour trip to Rio Dulce, which is on a river, uh, and then it's a two hour boat ride to go to Livingston, which is on the uh, Caribbean coast. I want to do that bef- before I go away. Oh, you should uh, before I go back um, because. I, f- I found out that Rio Dolce is a great liveaboard community, and uh, I'd be able to get a boat relatively Ooh, cheap. Now you're speaking my and language. And because it's a lake, houseboat, or because now it's a river, got her. because it's a be- because it's a river, right? It's fresh water. You don't have to go clean the boat. You know, no, no barnacles can attach to it. You could leave the boat in the water for years, and nothing happens to it. And plus, they got nothing but marinas there. So, uh, I. Uh, I'm not going to ride the motorcycle there. Uh, I'm going to probably talk the girlfriend into coming because I don't like going places alone. And uh, I'll have to go to Guatemala City and then take, catch a bus from there. Uh, it's a pain in the ass, but I'm going to do it. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Let's do it then, Dave. Let's just do it. All right. We're actually we're going to do it. We're going to take a break real fast. Um, we got Ford Fitcher joining us uh, in about a half hour, give or take. So we'll do a little more conversation. I got some more stories I want to get into, and uh, I'm going to see if I can isolate this microphone. <laughs> yeah, because I got a massive. You're like on a what, like a two five second delay with Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely on a five second delay. Anyway, you guys will listen to first first fifty two RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Salty Talk Radio, the Disruption Network, the, the, the some other places. Just find us. We're there. We'll talk to you soon. Sit tight. Thanks for joining us. I love, I love the content. content. Don't go anywhere. The first 52 will be right back. Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401. And avoid... Hello? 941-421-0401. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. 
RazRadioLive.com. We have been compelled to create a permanent armaments industry of vast proportions. The total influence, economic, political, even spiritual, is felt in every city, every state house, every office of the federal government. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted incidents, whether sought or unsought, by the military industrial complex.
Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog. You can live with to catch you into profit. With Sean Raz from Raz Radio. Yeah, he's from Raz Radio. Raz is our guy. I'm your Sean Mother F and Raz. I went to Raz. I went to Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join me, Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth. When you're depressed, where do you want to go? Cymbalta is a prescription medication. Tell your doctor right away if you're depressed. For steps in a new direction, the Lord's forgiven you of everything in your life you don't want there. And you should Order your copy of America on DVD. Have your credit card ready. Found a mosque in the worst possible place. The controversy? It's only two blocks from ground zero. This week, Sarah Palin up to already raucous debate went on Twitter Entertainment and news infiltrated education, product placement in schools. How I'm rocking my hat, how I'm lacing my shoes. Eating the shit, the media's force feeding. You got little girls leading to bulimia. Believe it, bro, everyone's to blame. All became a part of this, blinded by the greed. We couldn't see the harmonious artists in charging marketing offices, planting the artificial seeds and harvesting the narcissists. Yo, it's sensory deception. You can't sense my perception. Hey yo, it's sensory deception. You can't sense a mind, sense a mind, yo. Hey yo, I touch it, I taste it, I smell it, I hear it, I see it, love it, I hear it, don't want it there. I need it. It's sensory deception. You can't sense a my perception. Hey yo, I touch, taste, smell, hear, see, love, hate. Yo, it's mass murder by Frank Furters and hamburgers. Your suicidal pack. You arrive on Uno Dollar, you and swallow that. Superficial world where everything's a fallacy. High speed, hook up disconnectors from reality. All knowing Android avoidance from thinking. Jim Jones, pop, coke, poison, punch, drinking. We are at war with your Repetitive lines. 
hypnotized subconsciousness, rebellious rhymes, sabotage their reconnaissance. Supreme dominance over the whole populace. Hollowed out my head and filled the void with empty promises. Bionic, I'm finding it ironic. They cutting down the truth to write lies on it. Sexual saturation, instant gratification. Consume a nation, missing imagination. Mass communication, trapped in isolation. Handful of corporations, got a grip on all the stations. You know why? It's sensory deception. You can't censor my perception. Hey, yo, it's sensory deception. Since I've been here and a couple of things have happened in that time, I'd like to talk a little bit about the war in the Persian Gulf. Big doings in the Persian Gulf. You know my favorite part of that war? It's the first war we ever had that was on every channel plus cable. And the war got good ratings too, didn't it? Got good ratings. Well, we like war. We like war. We're a warlike people. We like war because we're good at it. You know why we're good at it? Because we get a lot of practice. This country's only 200 years old and already we've had 10 major wars. We average a major war every 20 years in this country, so we're good at it. And it's a good thing we are. We're not very good at anything else anymore. Huh? Can't build a decent car, can't make a TV set or a VCR worth the fuck. Got no steel industry left, can't educate our young people, can't get health care to our old people, but we can bomb the shit out of your country, all right? Huh? We can bomb the shit out of your country, all right? Especially if your country is full of brown people. Oh, we like that, don't we? That's our hobby. That's our new job in the world, bombing brown people. Iraq, Panama, Grenada, Libya, you got some brown people in your country, tell them to watch the fuck out! Or we'll goddamn bomb them! 
Well, when's the last white people you can remember that we bombed? Can you remember the last white? Can you remember any white people we've ever bombed? The Germans, those are the only ones. And that's only because they were trying to cut in on our action. They wanted to dominate the world. Bullshit, that's our fucking job. Now, you probably noticed I don't feel about that war the way we were told we were supposed to feel about that war, the way we were ordered and instructed by the United States government to feel about that war. You see, I tell you, my mind doesn't work that way. I got this real moron thing I do, it's called thinking. And I'm not a very good American because I like to form my own opinions. I don't just roll over when I'm told to. Sad to say, most Americans just roll over on command, not me. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. Nothing. Zero. Nope. And I don't take very seriously the media or the press in this country, who in the case of the Persian Gulf War were nothing more than unpaid employees of the Department of Defense, and who most of the time, most of the time, function as kind of an unofficial public relations agency for the United States government. So I don't listen to the... with over here it's a little it's a, it's a little complicated to figure it all out welcome back to the first 52 way too many buttons honey too many sliders switches things that need to be done you did that i know i did that i make myself so complicated but that's okay i want to do it i want to make it entertaining and enjoyable for all of you out there listening so that's what I do. I'm just going to continue to make shit harder for me. <laughs> Fort told you there, brother. I'm here. Can you Good. hear me? I can hear you, my friend. I can hear you well, loud, and clear. So anyway. <sighs> I, uh, I put the microphone on a bunch of shit. <laughs> so hopefully you don't hear me making much noise anymore you put the microphone on a bunch of shit that's really not a recommended stand <laughs> for your microphone just so you know i got this i'm just gonna pile on my shit going out again. Uh, are, you, are you bouncing dave is your internet going back Ooh. hopefully you Monitors. don't ping anymore hey he's having issues he's always having issues he said hopefully you don't need him anymore uh-oh uh, well, we got Ford, Ford joining us soon, so if Dave just crashed out, which is a possibility. Oh, when wow, you, way to say, oh, I don't care. When you live in a third world country and that's what you choose to live in, then that, you know, oh that kind of God. shit can happen you to you every once in a, a while. In <laughs> I love him. He knows I love him. You oh. would love to be here. You're right. I probably would love to be there. I, I, could, I could see the enjoyment uh, that is there, and I've got my own thoughts and wants and dreams. I mean, we all have those things. Sometimes. Mine's not living here and where we're living. 
I mean, I'm all about going to the Keys or something like that. Yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm one of the ones that actually followed my dream, and uh, I made all this happen, you know, because I, uh, I had X amount of money a month to do what I wanted to do with, and I'm making the best of it. So, Dave, listen, something we disagree upon a lot, and, and I don't think we really disagree, disagree on this subject, because I want you to understand, I, I do believe there is a, a problem with our climate. I do believe something's happening there that is... Um, partially affected by man, man, by by man, whether it be the government, whether it be whatever it be. All right, uh, I, I I want you to understand that I'm gonna I'm gonna concede that to you. Okay. Are you are you listening to me, or I lose you? I'm conceding to you yeah. something here, Dave. Oh, it's just a delayed response. The go- the government doesn't want you to tell you. Doesn't want you to tell me. Well, here's the thing. All right. Answer me. Riddle me this, Batman. Okay. Um, you have a California governor traveling all throughout the, Europe to deal with, you know, give climate speeches. Is this the job of a governor? Let me ask you that question. Okay. Wow, this is painful. Is that the job of a governor? Whether you believe what he's speaking about or not, is that what he should be doing? I missed all of that. Oh. All right, well, let me uh, bring everybody up to speed. I, I, hold on. I, I heard California governor flying, and then that's it. All right. Can you hear me now? We'll see. I can hear me. That's for sure. Uh, Jerry Brown, you know who that is, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay. He's the governor of California. Right. Okay. Now, what is the job of a governor? Govern the state that he's governor of. Okay. So why is he in fucking Germany talking about climate change? Because their tax dollars paid for that. And and California is a bunch of aggressives, and they think that uh, – well, well, all right. So – I think I know where you're going with this because I think Jerry Brown wants to uh, do whatever the Paris Accord says to do. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's, he's in this group that has pledged. His- he's in this group that has pledged uh, to keep America in the accord against the wishes of our douchebag president. Well, all right. So I'm actually for that because it's the state doing what it wants to do, right? If the people okay. of the state want to go there and Look do at that, motherfucker spinning this around fine, on me, honey. Right? Look, he's, he's spinning this around on me. No, no. Because I'm talking about. Uh, wait, no. No, you, no, no, you, no. You're, you're winning here. Relax for a sec. You're winning here. Relax. Take a breather. Here, here's the deal. I was coming in that what the fuck is the governor doing in another country? But if we were to eliminate the federal government, the governor's job would be to travel around the world and deal with. Issues. Well, yeah. Exactly. He governs the state he's governor of. Yeah, okay, you got me. You, 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 you fucking spun it back on me, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I honestly hope California is the first to secede. You know, fucking let him go. You know, and let let Vermont and then. Well, yeah, because they're a bunch of douchebags. I don't want them getting let go. Let's let's get rid. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> This is the two-minute delay show that you're listening to tonight. 
Here on RadsRadioLive.com? Yeah, this is the first time this has happened. Um, We're on a delay you know for some reason. You know what, well, you got a guest coming on in a little bit. And I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bow out uh, when it comes to guest time because it's just going to be nothing but a pain in the ass. Uh, more of a pain in the ass. Um, and hopefully uh, the next time I'll have... Well, I can't fix anything because it's the internet. Because <laughs> I live in a third world country and we really don't have the resources necessary to fix this problem. Oh, Sean. No, well, no. Here's the thing: is I know where I know where the problem is, right? Um, and it's, it's in the wiring around the camera. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I, I, it's it's one of the servers, one of the routers in their network that's fucking up. Because I've pinged them all, and I know where the delays coming out. Like I'm pinging that router right now, and I could see just by the uh, the ping time back when it's going to fuck up. Anything over a thousand milliseconds, boom, I lose you. Um, so I'm, I'm actually got a continuous ping going here and I'm watching it go along. And right now we're doing okay. But you know, once you mention something, boom, it goes to a thousand or uh, whatever. It's, um, it's like IT guy. That, that's like IT out. guy porn talk right there. Is it? Yeah. Mark, no, Mark understands what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mark and Shifty just kind of creamed in their pants. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to do there? Uh, no. Well, so. Yeah. The other thing that was bothering me, Dave, that had come up this week, and I want to get with you real fast. I'm going to dial Ford up here in a second. But there was another. Where did it go? Oh, I had it pulled up. It was such a good one. It was all talking about solar radiation management. And, oh, honey, help me out here. I got two different screens going here. I got too much going on. I don't I don't know what. You're talking. You about. saw the story here. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. So I missed all this stuff I wanted to talk about because this one we got about five minutes here or so. All right, and this one. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm redirecting. It's not chemtrails. Don't worry, Dave. You're okay. You're, you're in the clear. We're not talking about chemtrails. Uh, this one bothered me in general because when I was in the military in ninety. 798 when I first went in <clears throat> the the point of basic training was to weed out the crazies and that that's really what it was you you had these guys that would you know we had one guy in our unit in our basic training unit that he had a, a an american flag tattooed on his shoulder and it said these colors don't run and he was picked up on I-60 or whatever the fuck major road was right off of uh, Fort Sill, Oklahoma, trying to run from the Army. He, he went AWOL. He, he ran from basic training because he couldn't handle it. So I would say that having a... a I mean, even law enforcement. If we're discussing the police department, would you expect expect your local police department to have um, stringent rules as far as your mental well being? Should you have to go through a through a psychological evaluation to become a cop, honey? Yeah. Yeah. When you're in a position of authority, yeah. All right. So such as that. If you're joining the military. Do you think it should be okay for you to have any kind of mental issue, health issue? Oh, you got to be a lot more specific. 
Army lifts ban on waivers for recruits with history of some mental health issues. Oh, why is that? Well, let's see here. And I'm going to add this so that the short on listeners stuff? can read it while I read it, because that's always the fun part of seeing where I fuck up. People with a history of self-mutilation, bipolar disorder, depression, and drug and alcohol abuse can now seek waivers to join the Army under an unannounced policy enacted in August, according to documents obtained by USA Today. The decision to open Army recruiting to those with mental health conditions comes as the service faces the challenging goal of recruiting 80,000 new soldiers through September 2018. What? To meet last year's goal of 69,000, the Army accepted more recruits who fared poorly on aptitude tests, increased the number of waivers granted for marijuana use, and offered hundreds of millions of dollars in bonuses. Wait, they're, they're, here's a good one. I like this one. Increased the number of waivers granted for marijuana use, but the VA will not prescribe marijuana to veterans with PTSD who would like to use that as their form of treatment. Okay, so you're getting at two different points. Uh, Yeah, that that, that just as I was reading it, I was like, wait a second. That kind of bothers me. Uh, expanding the waivers waivers for mental health is possible in part because the Army now has access to more medical information about each potential recruit. Lieutenant Colonel Randy Taylor, a spokesman, uh, uh, an Army spokesman, said in a statement, the Army issued the ban on waivers in 2009 amid an epic of suicide among troops. The decision has primarily is uh, was primarily due to the increase increased availability of medical records and other data which is now more readily available taylor taylor's statement to the usa today said these records allow army officials to better document applicants medical histories but accepting recruits with those mental health conditions in their past carries risk according to uh, this guy's name, I've E L S P E T H is the first name. Can you figure that one out? Elspeth. Elspeth. Let's Elf-beth. assume the P is silent. Elsa. Elspeth. Elspeth. Whatever this guy's name is. See, what? Why? What? Why? Are you are you hung up on the name? Yes, and oh. I lost my position. <laughs> yeah. That name really just totally set me on a... <laughs> Why is this happening? <laughs> well, name. sometimes people are named that, Sean. Where'd he go? All right. Um... <laughs> Sorry, it can't be a good Look, English-American really... <laughs> name. <laughs> it's not even English-American. Elfsleff. Where is it? I lo- I Did I scroll? Oh, wait, now i got to pop up. Oh, my God. You're such a dork. <laughs> I'm such a dork. <laughs> Red flag, flag, blah, blah. Self mute. Uh, uh, <laughs> I went just totally stupid. I lo- totally lost. Oh, there we go. Oh, so somehow I got so pushed off and so pushed down. If you're watching on Twitch or YouTube or wherever, 
You'll see what I'm talking about. I, I don't know how that happened. I'm confused. Ford Fitcher is going to be joining us here in a moment. Let me dial him up, oh, actually. boy. Goody for him. Yeah, lucky him. Let me dial him up. Well, he's got you. You hit that button there. <clears throat> he is uh, working on transhumanism. Now, honey, do you remember conversations about transhumanism in the past? Yes. I mean, we've had this this conversation about that. Uh, it's not a new thing, but I, I think it's it's almost becoming a reality right now. Uh, we see a lot of stories, a lot of uh, uh, I see these. I mean, it, it comes down to even just chipping uh, for we within one moment. It, it comes down to chipping just to go to work. You know, we see this big this big boom with, oh, or who's going to get the chip? And you can get your commissary a little easier and a little quicker. Um, back five years ago, four years ago, we discussed maybe having a, 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 an arm implant or, or something done that can allow you to function better. And that... There are some positives. I, we've had this conversation, honey, right? Uh, we have talked about some of these things, yes. And, and there are positives to wanting to to better yourself. You know, maybe maybe make yourself... Like a magic pill that makes your brain more alert well, and your, uh, your yeah, well, body I, there, there, there's, there's chip implants they're talking about right now. There's, hey, listen, you lose your arm in a car accident... Wouldn't it be great to be able to have functionality and like to be able to do something with that stem cell deal? Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. but why what what degree? What degree Sorry. is well? <laughs> why are we not funding this? And what degree is okay? What degree is acceptable? Well, I think uh, Ford. Ford I'm Fitcher, pretty sure we as human beings are definitely going to find out and push every possible well, limit. We are going force. to, and, and we we want to reach out and do that. News to share, um, working on the newest thought of how to make life better for humanity. Uh, Ford, do I have you there, buddy? Oh. We did this last time, too. I <laughs> said... Oh, for real? I've got everything turned up, so. Oh, no. It's all right. We'll get it. Don't worry. But he's he's working on this new documentary, and I've got it. I wonder cool if it's a thing like what you do when you have your phone on because he's got that mic in his headset. <laughs> and you know how you have to switch it over? And you forget to or you don't. Yeah. And it might be your fault, too. So. <laughs> no, I've got everything turned on right now. Mm-hmm. That's okay. for sure. Sure. All right. Oh, well, blame the guest. That's real nice. <laughs> I would never do it. Transhumanism, though. Transhumanism is something that has been a questionable conversation for many. Hold on. I see a little message here. All right. Yeah, because he did say, I, I will say this. He said that there was a possibility. Oh, no, that was Dave. Yeah, Dave said he probably have to go when the guests came on so he could figure out what was going on there ford's gonna call back on his phone yeah i want him let me know if you see that popping up there news to share.com and if you go to patron no not patron patreon forward slash ford fisher mm-hmm. you could find 
the information about that. Hold on, he's calling me here. You're funny. You there, brother? Hey, do you have me? Yeah, now I can hear you. I don't know what's going on with that that computer. You're perfectly fine now. Yep. All right. I switched from the computer to the uh, uh, to the iPhone. Uh, in any <laughs> oh, event, man. sorry about that, but I was able to see and hear you. So, uh, yes, quite the introduction that uh, the transhumanists are trying to sort of change uh, life as we know it. Um, and they would say for the better, but uh, a lot of humanity is, um, you know, concerned about about radical science, right? Whenever something uh, seeks to fundamentally change the way life is. Are you is. concerned or optimistic? Um, I would like to call myself kind of uh, cautiously optimistic, right? So I'm entering all of this world not as uh, somebody who's attempting to make a commercial for their movement, certainly, um, but at the same time, without an ideological uh, opposition to it, I'm not going in it, into it as some kind of a um, you know bioconservative trying to show that uh, that something's wrong with it, right? I'm going into it essentially with an open mind uh, to kind of create a snapshot of the types of developments and then the types of questions that come from those developments uh, about this movement. Um, and so, so far, I've interviewed some skeptics, uh, and I've seen some of the criticisms people have of the movement. Um, but, uh, it's been kind of fascinating. Um, here's my thing. Hold on Ford. Hold on for a second. And here's my thing. And this is something I've been hearing for years. I mean, I've been, I've been paying attention to this kind of conspiracy world type thing. And, and somebody talking about transhumanism, that's, that's a, a section that they're going to say is a conspiracy type thing. Not saying it is, but you, you followed my point in, in, in direction. Uh, but this is. This is a, an interesting topic because it can go from being an excellent, great idea to, some, to you know something we need to do. We need to we need to be able to give somebody an arm that they lost, or we need to be able to, be able to allow a paralyzed person to walk. Uh, but where do we where do we draw the line? Where does it become going from helping someone to increasing the uh, power of an individual sure so uh there's kind of a distinction that is made in this community and most transhumanists would say that both of the things that i'm about to say are okay but there's a distinction uh between transformative uh developments and uh restorative ones that is to say if somebody loses an arm uh, it is pretty much generally accepted in society that they can uh, get a new arm. And that new arm may not be exactly the same functionality. It could be better in some ways and it could be worse in some ways. Um, one person I spoke to, uh, her name's Angel Jafira. Um, I may have pronounced it wrong, but um, but she's actually an archer. She's She was born without uh, one arm and she has a very high-functioning prosthetic arm. Uh, and she does archery with it. Okay, And she would claim that uh, her arm is actually, her replacement arm is actually better than our uh, human arm uh, because she can actually rotate her wrist 360 degrees. Um, So in a way, she has transformed. She has actually transcended the functionality of a typical human body. Um, I actually filmed her get an RFID chip implanted into her human arm. So now uh, both of her arms have some kind of a technological (laughs) augmentation. But so some people would say that they would draw the line between kind of established uh, medicine at restorative, that the purpose of medicine tends to be to make people uh, up to par 
not beyond par. And then uh, the transhumanists would say, no, we can go a step further. You know, we can use medicine, radical science medicine to move further. And then they would point to various cosmetic surgeries to say that in a way that's already accepted. So do, um, we, do we take per- the, do we take the the thought of uh, giving somebody a functional arm, right? And then we say, well, but we can we can take this guy who's been really intelligent. He's 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 done success in business. Um, he's a pretty powerful man in general. We can actually go in and and add a, a microchip to his brain, which will make right. him ten times more powerful uh, than he is right now. Now is that something we should allow, or 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 walk right. into, or I, I and I hate to say allow because I mean I don't if you're not hurting somebody I guess you, you, there's no foul but you're going to hurt somebody eventually in oh, that situation. Well, I don't know if I'd necessarily poo-poo that concept either. Okay. I mean I think one of one of the points where you're going to have to explore further in science is sort of figuring out how you can access more parts of your brain and utilize it i mean why would you limit yourself in that respect i don't know what do you think so to answer the uh kind of question that goes with that about um about kind of where where is the line drawn or what do you you know what do you think of kind of a brain augmentation there are kind of two schools of thought that would be against it um i spoke to somebody who uh i interviewed somebody who basically studies the politics of transhumanism and at this point it's not really in our political realm because the politicians haven't had to address it yet. Right. But what he thinks are going to emerge is that there were, you can sort of like we currently have kind of four quadrants in politics, right? There's the authoritarian left, the kind of, which would be like a, like a communist, a state communist or something, an authoritarian right, which would be from your, your social conservatives all the way up to in the extreme like, like national socialism. Um, there's your libertarian right, which is libertarian capitalist type libertarian and then there's your libertarian left which is more or less antifa anarchist whatever well i don't wait wait, wait, hold on i gotta disagree with a a layering uh libertarian left and antifa together (laughs) yeah well so you can't put the anti-fuck with the libertarian that i I think that that's how i'm just describing the four quadrants okay in in the in the future the this uh professor kind of uh presented the concept that You'll probably have kind. You can have kind of a left and a right still, and then you'll have bullish versus uh, kind of bearish on on radical science. Okay. So in terms of people who are anti-radical science, there will be a left wing and a right wing side, and so he calls this a right wing bioconservative or a left wing bioconservative. The right wing bioconservative has the position that you probably uh, have already heard at some point, and it it exists now, kind of for um, abortion and for uh, uh, stem cell research, et cetera, which is things like it, it goes against nature, it, it's, it offends God, it's trying to become gods, it's, it's inherently immoral, uh, essentially on the grounds of kind of uh, deontological faith, right? My faith says that it's wrong, or my moral system says that it's wrong. Okay. The, the left-wing bioconservative uh, says it's not that it's inherently wrong, it's not that it's playing God or something like that, the problem for the left-wing bioconservative is this is going to exacerbate the social ills that we care about in the first place. So the left-wing bioconservative would say, uh, if the rich are able to afford all the brain augmentations, then the rich are going to be biologically smarter than I am, and then they're going to get richer, and I'm going to get even more left behind, right? So they would say it will exacerbate 
social inequality. It'll exacerbate, in their words, kind of ableism or things like that. But wouldn't but wouldn't now, it encourage you to try to strive harder and get to have that ability? I, I don't see that's the way I think. I'm kind of like a libertarian conservative type person, right? So I, I look at it and go, well, you know, I, I'm okay with a guy making a billion dollars as long as he's not sure. making a billion dollars and bypassing things that are harming people. You know, the, right? Using force, not even using force, or using pharmaceuticals. I'm I am completely anti-pharmaceutical. I don't believe the pharma. Sure. I, I think that's probably between that and the military-industrial complex. Those are the two worst um, uh, uh, bodies on this planet. Right. M- my personal opinion. So when you're when you when you're looking at this kind of thing. It's a combination of all of this, first of all, because the technology can be used for the wrong reasons as much as the good. That's part of the problem we have uh, in in this this world we live in, this humanity we live in, is everything we develop that's good can always be turned around and made bad. So how how do we combat that? Right. So, so that w- that is something that I've basically, uh, you know, had addressed to me at various uh, transhumanist type conferences and the like, where they they've addressed what what exact kinds of externalities and what kinds of uh, uh, in uh, vulnerabilities, I should say, are um, are created by these technologies. If you're implanting something into your body that performs some kind of a simple task. Even even a pacemaker, very simple example, right? You probably wouldn't call somebody who has a pacemaker a cyborg, right? But you've got a you've got a little computer in your body that's determining your heartbeat. Imagine if somebody hacked into that, right? Right now, already businesses every now and again, right? A hacker can get into a business's computer and then make them pay something like eight hundred dollars to get their to get their business data back, right? Or or to get their computer running again. Imagine if somebody could hold a, a virtual gun to your head by saying. I've hacked into your heart, you know, your heart, your pacemaker. Watch, your heartbeat's beating slower because I'm telling it to. And if you don't wire me a thousand dollars, I'm going to make it stop, right? There. So uh, that's sort of an extreme example. But when you start implanting technology into your body, technology has vulnerabilities built into it. So I think the biggest concern tends to be not so much the externality of oh, I've put some kind of tech into my own body. Isn't it going to hurt somebody else? Because we already have technology that allows us to hurt other people, right? One one can just go to the local gun shop to find that. But but you're opening up or the local rental car facility or the local U-Haul or or uh, you know the local sure, right. all, sporting all goods store. I don't mean to call out guns specifically. You could go to your Walmart and buy a machete, of course. Um, but. Uh, you know, to use a morbid example, but um, but the point is, tran- trans- <laughs> transhumanism could open up the possibility that you'd have certain types of vulnerabilities inside of your body that currently would would your your brain is not hackable at this point. But if you put a uh, microchip into your hand, um, somebody could, for example, surveil where you are walking if it had some kind of GPS uh, capability. So far, these technologies are not prevalent enough that. I think that's a real considerable um, concern in the context they exist today. Uh, but we're talking about this in the context of where it could go in the future. If, if it becomes that only the Luddite doesn't have the microchip, uh, then you have to con- be concerned on a societal scale about uh, what sorts of vulnerabilities that microchip when I, when I first started talking about this, they weren't microchipping people on the regular basis. 
Um, my right. biggest concern when I got into everything, you know, I'm, I'm former military. My biggest biggest concern was my DNA. How are they tracking me? What are they looking for there? Now we are, I mean, we are connecting in. And again, I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm anti this this thought, this idea, because it can't. I mean, imagine being born with no legs. And at the age of nine years old, all of a sudden you can stand up and walk. Something you could never do before. But but the technology is there to make that happen. That that's that's awesome. That's incredible. That's amazing. But where does it stop? I, you know, we were watching Avengers, and I, I hate to bring movies into things, Ford. And I don't know. What do you think about the comparison uh, of? Uh, of what time we got 31 there all right what do you think of the comparison of of movies and everyday events like or or just in general copying life do you, do you ever think about that does it ever grab your attention do you ever you know well i think so i think in the context of what we're talking about sci-fi always tries to address the issues that it thinks we're going to have in the future in the same way that horror films try to address the problems that we're having today you know uh, so with sci-fi, yeah, I think that some of these things are starting to come into uh, the conscience of the of the of the futurist a bit, and so uh, you do have movies like Blade Runner has has asked, asked many of these types of questions, right? Um, probably the biggest example this year was actually Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson, um, which is based on a graphic novel that came out a lot a uh, long time ago, but Ghost in the Shell was essentially about this where there was a um, a human woman whose brain was put into basically a robot. So she essentially would be the quintessential uh, or the terminal transhumanist, which is to say that she has all that's left is her human mind, but everything else about her is robotic. And all of the other characters in the film, right? Spoiler alert, but one of the characters gets his like eyes blown out or something in like a bomb, you know, and he's got like robotic eyes the next day. Right. And for the rest of the movie, this character has like robotic eyeballs. Right. So, uh, you know, but in real life, I've filmed a guy named I, who goes by the name Iborg, his actual name is Rob Spence, who his eye does not film, but he actually has a mechanical eye. He has a, he has, or he, it does film, I'm sorry. It does film, he just can't see through it. I, I interviewed a guy who actually has a mechanical eye that films and the, and the footage goes into like a, a monitor that can then be imported onto a computer, but I actually have first, as I'm interviewing him with my own cameras, I also have first-person footage out of his eyeball of me. Is that the uh, is that the, is that in your trailer there for for uh, the transhuman yeah, documentary? Public. And I'm looking to I'm probably going to be putting out uh, a new trailer for it uh, sometime in the next month or so because because the trailer that's out right now is based on just one conference and not from any of the other stuff I've covered. All right, so let's talk about this year, documentary a little bit. Let's talk about what you're working on here because I know you you got a tight schedule and we got about ten minutes mm-hmm. or so left with you. Um, so, uh, the title transhuman, uh, transhuman, a documentary, is that what it's called? It's sort of a working title. Yeah. So originally I announced the title as transhuman, but, uh, it turns out there, there was a film that's already kind of been, uh, subject to an international copyright called transhuman. Okay. So now I'm calling it like transhuman, a documentary working title or something like that, just as a temporary measure. Um, so I'll have to figure out something interesting. If anybody has a good uh, title idea, let me know. It's got to have the word transhuman or transhumanism in it somewhere, <laughs> right? So, um, but in any event, yeah, the documentary. I'm in my I, head right now as we're talking. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, please let me know. Uh, yeah, I'll give someone a free T-shirt uh, with with the name on it. Right I now. always love a free T-shirt. You know, every redneck loves a good free T-shirt, so we can definitely get you that. <laughs> so, uh, so the the film is. I'm hoping to focus on a few different things. Part of it is a snapshot of what the movement encapsulates. So I've I've filmed people, you know, do RFID chip implants. I've filmed uh, just last month and actually live streamed for everybody to watch. Uh, as someone attempted to do it yourself HIV treatment gene, uh, gene editing therapy basically um, that he that he conducted on his own body can you um, give me a little detail on that one because I'm really confused on them I did see that post and I can just, sure a little detail so on there, that. yeah so there's a pretty good Gizmodo article about it as well as of course the news to share article on the live stream but to give a the 30 second version um, an individual that I know named Tristan Roberts is uh, HIV positive, and he has been for about five years. And for two years, he basically has given up on using like the pharmaceutical stuff. Uh, his HIV isn't severe enough that it really presents, um, uh, you know, considerable symptoms. But but of course, you have to keep the HIV levels down. So about one percent of HIV people who contract HIV, and per, probably one percent of just the population in general, actually have a genetic immunity to HIV. Where or to the symptoms of HIV, where basically their body will naturally create an antitoxin uh, that pretty much keeps the HIV at bay as, as soon as it enters their body. So the goal of, of this experiment was essentially isolate that, that gene from, from a person who is immune and inject it into his body and hope that the gene will continue to function in his body in order to produce the antitoxin and bring the HIV levels down. Okay. Um, he so I live streamed him basically talk uh, to my audience and answer questions and things like that and then in the in on the live stream right uh, he in, he injected himself with it um, and he was and he was next to a person who developed it for him but basically due to FDA re- uh, regulations right it couldn't be administered by uh, he, somebody else here's an issue for it. here's the issue I have with that for it is um, I know some people uh-huh. that I pay attention to that that I've been listening to for years uh, that that. Uh, really believe that HIV is more of a hoax, more of a, um, not a real thing. I don't know a lot about this, so I'm not going to try to claim that I do, but there's guys out there, Bob Tuscan, a good friend of mine. Uh, I don't know if you know Bob or not. Did you ever hear that name? Uh, no. All right, Bob Tuscan, a couple guys that he works with, um, really claim that HIV is a distraction and, and a really bad, just a fake thing. So I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't get into all that, but I do have my questions right. on that too. And I know you're, well, you're a, a news uh-huh. guy. You you really try to go with what you can prove and what you can talk about and 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 focus on. But that's something I'd like to get a conversation with you and some other guys. Sure. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll gladly send you my footage of Tristan going to a um, to a doctor to get his blood drawn in order to test his HIV levels, which he's done every week since. I right. mean, I've, if you're implying that HIV simply doesn't exist, I don't think that's particularly uh, possible. But uh, the, this was this is really with respect to a radical cure. I mean, the the notion that the entire disease doesn't exist is probably outside of the uh, the paradigm that I'm that I'm talking about here. Um, uh, well, I'd, I'd, at the same time, I'm, I'd be, I'd be fascinated to read whatever, um, whatever information was given to you that would lead to that conclusion. Again, I, I'm not the, the scientist here. I just, I, I talk to a lot of different people and I take a lot of different information in and I, you know, I just kind of, 
sit with it and go, oh, look at this. Let's th- throw this at this guy. So th- I'm not trying to distract you. I know you try to be very uh, uh, up forward or straightforward and like this transhumanism thing. This is a hard thing to cover. This is not um, it is. Yeah. It, it's not a topic that most average Americans or average person in general uh, would would look at and go, yeah, that's a good idea. So it, it's a weird thing to discuss. And I, I'm totally against it. I'll be honest with you. I, I am, it, like I said, there's these, the, the situations where you have a medical issue, where you have an injury, uh, where you can make life better. I, I'm not against that, but there's, I, I believe this is going to become more of something that is not something we want. Well, I'd be interested to know uh, basically why. And I know we only have about five minutes left, but uh, I'd be interested to know whether you follow along more of what would be called left-wing or right-wing bioconservatism, right? Somebody who's concerned about it for, uh, you know, some some reason. It, so- it sounds like you were describing a little bit of concern about, like, externality um, or also vulnerability, right? What if it hurts the person that it's inside of? Um, I think that the... Part of the question, part of the reason for making this is that whether people like it or not, uh, I do think that it's coming, right? This is, this, is, this is part of what I have to point out is that if my films, uh, if somebody watches my entire movie and then they say, wow, this is uh, demented, this is satanic or like, I mean, who, who knows, right? If somebody has the absolute most negative opinion they possibly could of this movement uh, after watching an hour and a half about it, uh, that doesn't make it not happen. Right. Yeah. It, this is this is a movement that exists uh, largely in the Be- black and gray. Being market, against right? the, being it, against the Vietnam War did not prevent it from happening. Being against sure, the Iraqi so, War did not prevent it from happening. So, and the, and the difference between this and a war is that this is going to happen here, and this is happening here. So so far, it's kind of in the black market. It's kind of in the gray and black market uh, because. Uh, you know, doctors will lose their medical licenses if they start doing this stuff. So people are doing these things, self-experimenting in their garage, right? This is not a regulated industry. So it, it's going to happen fast. And in, and to some respect, many of these people are kind, kind of live outside the paradigm, right? They're not trying to get permission from the state. They're just doing it, you know? And so it's kind of about sidestepping. Um, Which I'm I not against that, that either. Means that it's... <laughs> Right. So I think that it's going to uh, accelerate pretty quickly because unlike other medical technologies where we're probably way behind because of the way that the government regulates them, right, where some, you know, some something that could cure something and the FDA, you know, takes years and, and requires all this different stuff. It, it costs millions of dollars. The government gets involved. It takes forever. Cancer, to, right? to Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as, as Reagan said, right, the scariest things, thing you can hear is I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Right. The transhumanist movement so far is largely bypassing the state. It sees the state as, uh, you know, something that probably exists to get in the way. So I think as long as the state stays out of it, it's going to be something where the technology is advancing. Ford, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question here, and I'll answer. I'll answer the same question after I ask it, and I think you'll be surprised. But are you a religious guy at all? Uh, I think that it's kind of irrelevant to who, you know, I, I, I guess I, I like the Ron Swanson answer. I'm a practicing none of your fucking business. <laughs> no, that, 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 I appreciate that. Um, you know that. what I mean? That, so I, and yeah. I'm saying that sarcastically, but uh, no, I mean, I'm pretty openly 
uh, agnostic atheist. I don't. I don't. Uh, I I'm, don't the I, I'm the same. I'm the same. I don't believe. Yeah, of those who are. I, I, I'm the same way, dude. I don't care what you believe. I, I just. I had to kind of figure out this little point here. You know, I'm the same way. I don't. I don't care. Be what you want to be. Believe what you want to believe in. Don't make it on me. Um, part of my fear of transhumanism, uh, part of, of my fear of integrating robot in... the hell are you doing out there, honey? <laughs> part of my fear of integrating robot into humanity is um, where do we lose control? Where does robot take over? And where does Terminator happen? Right. And that's a big fear of mine, you know. That that's a very it's, big fear of mine with this whole situation. It's it's the ultimate direction of a lot of the conversations I've had. Uh, I do have an inter. I have eight minutes of an interview that I did with the chairman of the Transhumanist Party, um, which uh, I could share with you in a link afterwards if you're interested, where he does uh, talk absolutely. about AI and the uh, and and what he perceives as the threat or the non-threat of that but basically the the clip that i that i posted it starts off with him saying i do not believe that artificial intelligence is going to rise up and kill everyone um, and he has a pretty well founded um, basis for that claim so I, i'll i'll go a little bit over 745 if that's fine um, yeah you can the, dude uh, you got it as long as you want it's my radio station we can go where as long as you want <laughs> Well, yeah, so the the person who I uh, who I was supposed to be meeting soon just said that she's not um, uh, she's not ready yet. She was like, "Oh, you can come like after nine because I'm not ready." So, I, so I, I have a little bit more time uh, than thought before. But well, um, I want to make sure we get this this documentary out there because I'm always about sure. I'm always about promoting documentaries. I I love to sit yeah. down and watch, even if I don't agree with it. I like to watch it. I like to understand mm-hmm. the thought pattern behind it. And and transhumanism is not – I mean, this has been a, a taboo topic for, for many, a, many a years. And, and it, that's kind of – maybe that's part of my fear. You know, my conspiracy mm-hmm. side kicks in and it's like, oh, I, I this makes me afraid. I don't want this. I don't want to I, – I, you know. but then again, if my – again, if my son lost his leg – I'd want them to be able to walk again. I'd like them to be able to function as a normal child. So mm-hmm. you have to judge where you're willing to draw your line at. Where where are you right. willing to go, this is good, this is bad? Sure. And so this is where a lot of people get concerned is that, oh, what if it spirals out of control? We have to stop it now because something else might you know, and once, once a government so, gets a hold of it, that's pretty bad, though. And then there's the the government getting a hold of things. <laughs> so I wanted to answer the artificial intelligence question. So uh, I'm probably going to butcher this name, but the guy who I interviewed, who is the chairman of the Transhumanist Party, is Gennady uh, Stalyarov the uh, second, and he's the author of the book uh, Death Is Wrong. Um, but uh, when I inter- when I asked him about artificial intelligence, which was something he was talking about on a panel in Las Vegas, which is where I interviewed him. Um, he described uh, that he's actually not so concerned about artificial intelligence uh, sort of wanting to hurt people because when it has that level of complexity, it's still all complexity that we have manufactured for it. We're not going to uh, give uh, uh, essentially computers motivation to do that which we would not want them to do. We're, we're, there's no reason that a human being would create a distinct, uh, an extinction-desiring 
bot. But we see computer. But, 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 but Ford, 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 we uh, see computers learning on their own. It's it's right. constantly being seen. So if something can learn on its own, whatever program you give it, it can bypass and move away from. Right, and so this is called uh, generalized intelligence. Right, so he he talks about how there's a distinction between. Uh, the type of AI that we have now, which is basically limited versus generalized. Okay. So in the future, one can theorize the idea of generalized intelligence, where you would have uh, your um, Siri, right? Let's say Siri is a very simple artificial intelligence, right? Where Siri might be able to learn how to do something uh, based on, on your behavior. So perhaps Siri is with you all the time. Maybe Siri's in your Google, maybe Siri's in your glasses. So Siri sees everything you do. At the moment, if you if Siri was in was in my eyeglasses somehow and had access to a camera all the time, mm-hmm. uh, Siri still only has all of the functionality that she has been taught, right? And maybe she ha- and maybe there is an aspect of it that it learns some specific thing, right? If it has uh, visual recognition, for example, uh, it might be it might be recording everything you do, and then it learns what certain things are based on how they interact with the world. Okay. But Siri, at the moment, lacking generalized intelligence, if Siri were to were to be in your eyeglasses and you were to play a game of chess, for example, Siri would not learn the rules of chess because she has not been programmed to know or to learn the rules of chess. Her her intelligence is limited because she can only do the functions that she has been taught. And there is a little bit of creativity, I guess, that's been put into technology to give the impression that it learns. For example, there is, um, uh, you know, computers that have computer vision, right, where, you know, you can put an image into Google and it can tell you this is an image of a tree, right? And if it sees 100 tree images, it's probably more precisely going to be able to define a tree in the future uh, because it's been exposed to those things, right? So So you could say in quotes that it's learned. But I, I, could, I, could, I could also say, though, that um, I post multiple pictures of myself and my family, and all of a sudden, Facebook is tagging every picture and defining right. who this picture is of. Because it has been taught to learn something about you. What Facebook cannot do is just without a human. But if you can it, learn, if you can learn, if you can learn, you can grow beyond your teacher. That that is true. At the moment, generalized intelligence doesn't exist that would allow that to happen. So theoretically, there there's no technology on Earth that we're aware of that that could currently do that. You for a good test or a really simple test would be you can't take Google Translate and stick it into a self driving car and hope for it to drive the car. Ford, right? it's really easy. Ford, Ford how are you? Uh-huh. I got to ask you, how are you, brother? Twenty three. All right, you're twenty three. I'm 42 years old. When I was 13, 12, 13 years old, we didn't have computers. We didn't have the Internet. The, the, the things you and I are discussing, and I'm, I'm trying to – I hope you understand where I'm going here. I'm not being insulting. Sure. Please don't take it insulting. But the point is, is, is the conversation we're having right now about this ability to take something into something else – wasn't even feasible wasn't even a thought right it wasn't wasn't possible <laughs> you know we the video games we had were you know 2d if if that mm-hmm. if you're lucky and, and you're taking the, the 
do you realize that expansion from and that's a short period of time to have such a massive expansion of intelligence mm-hmm. and, and sure. i hope you see why it's it's hard for you know so some old timer like me to go oh wow yeah let's do it you know Right. So, so the way that Kennedy described it, and again, I'm, I'm describing the position of a prominent transhumanist. I'm not necessarily saying that it's the position I share, but I, but yeah. I find it convincing. I find it reasonable. Okay. Um, he would say that, uh, or he, he has told me that, that he is actually more concerned about limited intelligence than generalized intelligence because, because a limited intelligence that's granted a lot of power, for example, uh, I, I personally would be very, very concerned about the idea of giving a drone the ability to decide who it kills, mm-hmm. right? I, I think that would be a very scary prospect if you put a drone in the sky. Only a single function. I'm not expecting the drone to learn how to play chess. But if there's a, if there's a drone in the sky above Iraq deciding who ISIS is, right, or who is a combatant, that could be dangerous because it's very hard to mathematically evaluate something like that. Right. And so the, the example he gave is... Uh, a drone may not be particularly sensitive to the practices of a uh, of a of an Iraqi wedding, right? In which they're firing, you know, AKs in the air to celebrate. You know, maybe they're firing. An American blanks, soldier but, may not be very uh, in tune to the practices of an Iraqi wedding, and they might fire on their own. Oh, sure. I think that's right. happened. And, so, oh, and, I mean, right? and that actually happened, right? Under yeah. the Obama administration, right? Twenty-two people were killed at a wedding, right? Uh, uh, by a drone strike. Exactly. Right? So it is, so it is true. It is, in, and that was humans. True that humans. Imagine a computer. Too. <laughs> I mean, right. that's, that's where it gets so, crazy, bro. So, but the idea is, if we all human beings already have generalized intelligence right we are the only beings that already have this where you actually uh as a human can take a lesson you've learned doing one thing right you can take this conversation we're having maybe Mm. if you've learned something and you can go have that conversation with somebody else or you can translate it into a tweet right you you have generalized intelligence if a robot did as well we we can imagine that ourselves as kind of these human like human uh, overlords over these robots right we would assume that a human would probably make it in the image of what we want, right? You'd probably create a robot as a god. That is going so now to we're do talking about gods kind of and religion. Or, uh, now we're back a, to god and way, religion. In a way, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah, it's would the robot think of you as god? That that's that's a scary prospect. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, there's a lot of scary prospects that are probably yeah. more uh, concerning. Yeah. That's something I hope you put in that documentary. Uh, but the, the, I always say Patron. Indeed. It's like tequila. We're, we're, but it's Patreon forward slash Ford Fitcher. Uh, Fitcher, Fisher, Fitcher. I always get your name wrong. It's it's pronounced Fisher, but it's F-I-S-C-H-E-R. And I always call uh, Fitcher. My German. wife was telling me earlier, you're saying it wrong. I'm like, yeah, shut up. I'm just going to say it this way anyway. <laughs> Right, Ford Fisher, F O R D F I S C H E R. And I appreciate you joining us, my friend. Um, I, I just, I, I look forward to seeing what you put together in this documentary. I look for, because again, I see potential of good, but I always see potential of bad. Sure. Unfortunately, because the rich and powerful always take the good to the bad. It's not our fault. Well, you and I aren't doing it. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming me. I'm not blaming you know Joe Farmer down the corner. It's 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 unfortunate that the ones that develop these technologies, in my beliefs and the way I see life going, always be the ones that use them for the worst thing. 
if I can close off with a with an interesting analogy, I, I've said that part of the reason I, I want to make this film is that, you know, if, if you were to go, it, you're I'm giving you a challenge. I'm putting you in a time machine and sending you to really? 18 or a little earlier. Actually, I'm sending you to 1770. You're meeting up with Thomas Jefferson okay. and you have to explain to him what an iPhone is. Right. <laughs> or you have to explain to him more broadly, even what the Internet is. Right. But can I just explain to him what the phone is? Because I think that would be just as confusing. Right. And so <laughs> if you had to explain to him what the Internet, right, it would be very difficult. But uh, I think we may be at a similar stage of ignorance right now where what's going to happen in the future will be is so advanced and so out there. We may be, you know, the 1700s colonial Americans, right, compared to. Uh, what is coming. It might be unfathomable, which is why I have uh, been talking to some people who are really on the fringe, right? Futurists have a fun time, but they're also notoriously bad at predicting the future because it's it's really hard to do. Yeah. Or, um, or for it, it But might, somebody oh. would have that same fear. If you, if you went into the 1700s and you told them that for $200, and at the time maybe the equivalent of like $10, you'll be able to carry around a device in your pocket that has access to this virtual universe, to a non-existent universe that instantly gives you text, that gives you completely unlimited knowledge, right? The idea of Wikipedia on your iPhone, right? If you explain that to someone in the 1700s, they might call it something like witchcraft. How do you know the devil's not in the cell phone, right? It would be considered blasphemous. It would be considered dangerous, right? Thomas Jefferson himself might say, what if the tyrants get a hold of this? We need to kill whoever has this iPhone, right? The, the redcoats and their iPhones. <laughs> Damn the redcoats! Damn the redcoats, I tell ya! Alright, well, Ford, I, and I, I would say in response to that, my friend, um, we don't always want to see what we what we wish for, and right. god damn it. I don't know. It, it, it's a scary thought. Uh, there's There's too many different factors to weigh in on it. Um, and we just have to, I guess I, I was writing something down. I didn't write it down. And now I, for, yeah, I hate that. I didn't write it down. Ford Fisher. Now I'll say his name right at the very end of the interview. Ford Fisher news to share news to share.com at news to share at Ford Fisher on Twitter. Uh, the Patreon Ford Fisher. Uh, give him a dollar. You know, give him $1 a month. If, if, 45 people gave a dollar a month. He'd be $45 more towards his documentary. And that's how Patreon works. Dave's been driving me nuts to try to do Patreon. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to do the Twitch thing right now, get the video working properly. <laughs> All right. All right, brother. Well, you have a good one. I appreciate your time. Uh, anytime we can help you out, and, and thanks for jumping on. I had some other things I wanted to talk to you about, but I know we, we couldn't get there. The 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 The, the failing... The failing, remember, remember, nothing happened on the 4th of November. Oh, yes, we were going to talk about the uh, <laughs> the November 4th nothingness. Well, that would be the, the really quick answer. Nothing happened. Yeah, exactly. That case closed. <laughs> exactly. All right, brother, thank you very much. You have a good one. We'll talk all to right. you soon, all right? Yep, thank you very much. Peace out. There goes Ford. I appreciate his time. I appreciate his, his, his work and then what he does. Go check out his Patreon. Patreon, not Patreon or Patron. Whatever it was, Ford Fisher. Uh, see what he's got going on. He's doing some great stuff. I like guys like him. I, I like people that are trying to make a difference. He's not a conspiracy guy. I don't. I, I never claimed he was a conspiracy guy. I am, and I'm always going to spin that way. I'm always going to go back to the 
hey, was it a conspiracy or was it not a conspiracy? How did that go down? How did that happen? Why did it happen that way? Because that's what I do. That's how I do it, my friends. That's just how it goes down. You listen to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence, Salty Talk Radio, The D, and uh, I think that's everything on that end. Video-wise, Twitch, YouTube, Periscope, Ustream. Check it out. It's, it's kind of fun. You want to watch me be stupid? Watch me be stupid. Watch me watching me watch you watching me. That's what I got to say. All right, guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Be safe. Be cool. Be calm. Just be a human being, all right? Just be a human being. Talk to you soon. I hit the button here. Where is it? There it is. I got it. Investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just trying to get through. What it takes, but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace. When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake. When I'm risking it all with no time to waste, fuck this bad race. I'm leaving this place. It's time to blast off destination space. The sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the unknown Please don't go Home. But right from day one, I've been in this alone With odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now's time to connect Wait and hope for the best. 
With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum With the light shown from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity